that. No. 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 <laughs> you just run right into it. I just, I just be running right into it. Like, you know. Wait, I probably should get on the mic and be and like, as soon as they hear us recording, say, I just, yeah, I just run right into that. Yeah, just run I, right into it. I well, run you can into edit. It. Listen, that's what I love about podcasts. You edit that shit out. Oh, no, I'm keeping it. Keep, right I'm keeping it. <laughs> it sounds nasty off the rip, and I don't even give a rat says. Microphone check. Does my mic sound nice? Uh. Yes, it does. Welcome to this week's episode of It's About Damn Time, where we change the narrative by changing the perspective. I'm Jared Dam, and it's about damn time to have another conversation that changes the way you think and perceive things. The only question is, are you ready? We are here. I'm here, y'all. I'm here. Hey, hey, present. I know I'm a little late. I know I'm running behind schedule with the release of this week's episode of It's About Damn Time. Jared Dam in the building, barely in the building, but in the building nonetheless. As y'all know, I said last week I was going to, you know, not only celebrate the one year anniversary of It's About Damn Time, but also celebrate the birth of my mother. So, on mom's B-Day weekend, Shreveport, Louisiana, shout out to Shreveport, had to come down and say what's up. Decided not to bring any of my recording equipment. I was like, you know what? I'm not doing it. I got other things to work on. I want to make sure I spend time with family before I can lock myself in a, in a cage because dead wars are coming. So I decided that I was going to do that and then remembered that I did not record an intro for this week's episode of It's About Damn Time. Uh, and I didn't edit it, so I have this. <laughs> it's been it's been a it's been a Tuesday. It's been a Tuesday, but we got it in, we got it done, and um, I ain't gonna hold you, cause uh, I gotta start getting ready. Got a volleyball game to go to in 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 Irving, Texas. Shout out to uh the the Eagles, the Lady Bird. No, Lady something, the Lady. Shout out to my baby. Shout out to my baby. She's playing volleyball and daddy going to watch her play volleyball. And I'm, you know, and I'm just really hyped for that. So, um, Lady Bird, Lady Bird Eagles. See, that's what it is. That's see, I got it. I got it. No need to correct me. I got it. I took care of it. The Lady Bird Eagles. So go Eagles, go Eagles, go fly Eagles fly. As my friend Cade would say. Um, so best different team all together. mind. I'm tired. And I'm going to get some coffee and I'm going to put this episode out. This week, Suicide Squad Month continues. This time I have one of the lovely ladies from the Unestablished podcast, first of three, uh, Constance. We'll be, we'll be talking about hustling. We'll be talking about, you know, trying to make a dollar out of 15 cents a dime and a nickel. I said it at least twice an episode. So count that as three times. It's just going to have a fun, some real fun conversation. Um, and me and me and Constance both like to cuss, so yeah, <laughs> it's one of those episodes. So without any further ado, sit back, relax, listen to Constance and me. It's about damn time. 
Welcome to this week's episode of It's About Damn Time. I am Jared Dam. This is Suicide Squad Apart Month, so it continues on with this episode. I am talking to one-third the Unestablished Podcast, one of my Suicide Squad Apart members, and, and I may add, arguably the coolest motherfucker in the Suicide Squad Apart, Constance. What up, girl? <laughs> You better quit fucking lying. I'm not, I, I, like real talk, real talk. I, I believe I I do random assessments all the time. I believe that you are the coolest motherfucker in the whole group. I just You're I believe so that. Crazy. I believe that with all my heart. <laughs> How you doing? You How you to, doing? Trying to put me up? No, I'm, it's real. Know, it's real, honey. I'm out here doing. I'm I'm doing. I reckon. I'm just out here trying to make it, bro. What are we drinking? <laughs> just trying to. Okay, I want you to know. This is an honor of you, and this is completely and entirely your fault. Mm. I went to the damn store after you was on our episode that Apothic Red. Nigga, I murdered that bottle. I did, too. Murdered it that night. <laughs> I had a... And, oh, it was so good. I fucked around and went back to Kroger because it was still on sale for $9.99 and went and bought Apothic White, Apothic Red, and I bought a few other ones. So this is Apothic White right now. I'm, I, actually, so I actually meant to go back to get some more. Actually, I meant to go back and get some more before we re- recorded, but uh, I had to decide, do I, do I want to get drunk and talk shit with you, or do I want to actually eat some food first? And I was like, <laughs> I guess I'll be responsible and eat. I got a little water here, too. I, I, I didn't pour much, and I didn't bring the bottle with me. It's just, you know, mm. just a little sip sip. <laughs> so, because I heard that you are a Marvel fan. Oh, heavens. <laughs> I want to, uh-huh. for for this week's Damn If You Know, the little icebreaker, uh-huh. not that we need it because we squad members, right. I, I want to do a little Marvel discussion. I, I won't call it okay, this, or, okay. this or that because I want um, Amari, you know, killing me, but um, I'm going to do a like, little, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay, mm-hmm. this or that. It's a this or that. Okay. I- right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so. No, you're fine. What, who do you feel like is the best villain in the, in the MCU? And I'll give you two choices. Loki, okay. Killmonger. Oh, Killmonger's so fine, though. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's so terrible. Um, that- I don't know, because I, I'm not going to lie. As fine as he is, I only know him from the movie. I have not been able to really, truly research Killmonger as a villain. Mm-hmm. I haven't lo- re- necessarily researched Loki either, but because he's been on several different movies, I've gone and looked at his... Like story, yeah. He's a he's an interesting one, you know. He, he is, uh, yeah. Just based on like the the Norse god that he is, and how they categorize him, just in Norse culture, um, and as in deities and shit. I I thought he was very interesting, um, and even like uh, it was cool. I made a connection with uh, you remember the movie The Mask? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so the mask apparently was. Uh, like infused like with Loki's, oh, you know, spirit or some shit, which is what made him so crazy and devious. He which I thought was like wild. Yeah, okay. And I love the mask. I fucking love that. Yeah. So I, I guess I'm gonna have to go with Loki. Oh, okay. See, I'm gonna have to roll with Loki too because you just told me <laughs> that little fact like that. that well, that and I saw. I just I you know I, I watched the Loki series. It I was uh I don't know if you've been catching up on the Marvel series. Uh-uh. Oh. No, honey. Listen, them them last two, um, them, them last two Avengers movies, they've made me so tired. Yeah. Um, I don't think I don't think I've cried that hard in a minute. Like, 
Yeah, but you know what? You you, you got to you got to catch up on the series because they they gonna tell the story about all the new movies coming out. Like otherwise, oh. you are gonna miss some shit. Yeah, you got you gonna have to you gonna have to listen to all that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Good luck because we all like oh. series series four right now. So oh heavens, yeah, I'm gonna have to catch back up. All right, all right. Out of out of these four, who do you feel mm-hmm. like is the best female character? Okay, Gamora, Black Widow, The Wasp, Scarlet Witch. Oh. Shit fire. Um, uh-huh. I don't know. See, I need to go watch Black Widow. See, now I feel behind. Like I need to do some research for this damn thing. I didn't no, do no. It. I'm gonna be honest. With um, you. you you don't really have to watch Black Widow. Really? I mean, no. Because her story seems so interesting. No disrespect. But it all seems sad. Yeah. No disrespect to the movie, and yeah. and I and I and I, I think it's a good standalone movie, but mm-hmm. because where Endgame left us, y- right. And it's, I and didn't it, appreciate that. Like, why nah. would you bring her movie out? Like, you knew yeah. what was gonna happen. Right, right. So you should, you should. <laughs> this should have been out like ten years ago. So right. I think that most everybody feel exactly. that way. So when they watched it, they was just like, mm. but it, it yeah. really is a good. If if it was not tied to the MCU, you'd be like, oh, that, that was a good movie. Yeah. Um, I think I'm gonna have to go Gamora. I I really like her character. She's super cool and funny, even though she doesn't mean to be funny because she's actually serious as hell. Yeah. Um, and her story was wild, but I'm I'm a sucker for a story. I Me really too. am. Me too. I'm such a sucker for a story. Um, so for her being like the stepdaughter of like the biggest baddie, one of the biggest baddies in the MCU mm-hmm. that I knew nothing about until Endgame came out, I was like, oh, <laughs> well, shit, well, goddamn, uh, why, oh, why are you so mean? What turned you? What made you so happy that you decided to be like, fuck all this noise? But yeah. I, I like me some Gamora. She's she is with the shits, but. Not here to play with you. She ain't. She ain't with no games. Um, mm-mm, mm-mm. All right. So speaking of Gamora, and since we uh-huh. talked, we can talk about Endgame. Yeah, yeah. Whose death should have been erased? Like if you if you could erase someone's death from from you know the the Infinity Saga, who whose death should be erased? Is it Natasha, the Black Widow, Iron Man, Vision, or Gamora? Ah, uh, damn. That's hard. Um, uh, it is. I don't know. I think. Well, because Gamora, she came back, but not as the same one. So it makes me sad, you know, because mm-hmm. all that compassion she ended up having and all that, them human, they like just erased and she started from scratch. So I wasn't totally hurt because she was still technically there. Yeah. I, I didn't appreciate Black Widow having to die. I really didn't. No. I just did not appreciate that. I would like hers to be erased. I love Iron Man and shit, but I guess, I don't know, maybe it was his run. As you know, yeah, he he he, man, yeah. he had a run. He he, could. he he had a he had the most noble death I've seen in a minute. Yeah, like he went out like a straight up G. Yeah, it wasn't. It didn't have to happen, but you can see why it was necessary. Mm-hmm. It did hurt though. Oh, it hurt. That was oh, rough. oh, I cried, and I and I knew, oh, and I knew I cried it was in the happen. theater and cried again when I watched it on Netflix. <laughs> yeah, I tried so hard. I don't. I don't. Yeah. I watch Endgame all three hours and one minutes of it. Uh, when I'm, <laughs> when I'm, when I'm, you know, I need to get away from life, which I probably, right. I'm going to watch it tomorrow, because um, it's been a week. <laughs> but, right. but yeah, once they get to the part where, where he snapped, I turn this shit off. I'm like, all right, I'm good now. I don't, I don't honey, need to watch I, the funeral and then like that. I don't, nope, mm-mm. honey, I, I would just watch it just for the end part where like they all rise up as this big ass army and that that music starts playing. Yeah. Boy, I almost cried at that scene. I was so happy when everybody came back. Yeah, I was yeah. like, "What?" Okay, I could just watch the second one just for that. <laughs> for real, that's I, that's what I'm watching. 
That's what yes. I'm watching tomorrow. All right. That was that was <laughs> that's a good warm up. That's <laughs> damn if you know. I love it. Woo! I, I feel right. I feel hyped to watch it now. Um. Oh, and <laughs> and and also a podcast. And also a podcast. Right. I'm right. 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 Podcast. Sure. 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 All right. So. <laughs> You are one third of unestablished podcast. You're ten yeah, episodes in at the time of this recording. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. how comfortable are you? You know, as a podcaster now, how do you feel that you can walk around and actually say, "Yeah, I'm a podcaster," or is it still kind of a little surreal for you? It's still surreal. Yeah, it's very. It's it's not something I ever thought I would find myself doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Jawanda, let me tell you something. And when you interview her, I'm sure she'll tell you herself. But some, you know, she may not because she don't she don't brag about herself enough. Some days, mm-hmm. when that girl sets her mind to something, damn it, she's she's fucking doing it. And she talked about podcasting and talked about it and talked about it. And we were like, oh okay, yeah, all right, girl. And like, eventually she's like, all right, bitches, when we when we buying mics, like when we gonna do this? I was like, oh, oh, you for real? <laughs> you really want us to do <laughs> this? And so when we did it, I was like, oh, okay, we in we in there. And it just became this whole thing. And it's it's a part of my routine and it's always in the back of my mind. But to go out there and say it, it's like, it's still like weird to me. Yeah, yeah. It's a good weird, but it's yeah. still weird. It's like, yeah, I got a podcast with my friends. You know, we talk about the ins and outs and, you know, all the different things that we be trying to not perpetuate in the society and we're not where we think we're supposed to be based on society standards. Like it's a whole thing mm. and I can give the little spiel, but it's just like, yeah, I do a podcast. Okay. Moving on. What else we go talk about? It's, 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 it's still kind of weird to me because yeah. I'm, and you know, I've been doing it for a little while now. Um, mm-hmm. but it's how we think as podcasters now. Like we see the world so much differently. Yeah. And so everything is content. And so, it is. I just I'm just talking. I, I was just talking to somebody just randomly um, before we started recording, and and I was like, you know, you know, we could do a podcast, and it could be called uh, Obsessed, and we could talk about all the things that we obsessed about, and, <laughs> and they're just like, I mean, uh, oh, totally okay, be a segment. I like that though. Yeah. Why are you so obsessed with me <laughs> and making a segment of your podcast? <laughs> I do it. <laughs> Go for it. Go for it. You got it. You know me. I be. I had the random ideas. I just throw it out there. So listen, yeah, but yeah, I, I think I get more weirded out when people like my parents, or yeah. like older people who yeah. kind of do and kind of don't understand podcasting in general. Right. When they ask me about it, I don't really. I mean, like, what do you say? Yeah, I mean, I don't know what to say because it's like they have one idea of what it means to be an adult and do what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just don't, it's, it's usually, I just dodge the conversation. Cause I don't, I don't, I feel like it's going to go left at some point and I just don't have time and yeah. I don't want to make time. Yeah. So I just, I'm like, yeah, it's going good. She's mom, like, well, how's your little thing with your friends? It's going great. Um, not going the, fantastic. Yeah. Not yeah. your little thing with your friends. My little thing. Yeah. How's that going? How your little project going. doing? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, like, yeah, it's fine. And I just leave it right there. I don't think they're trying to be disrespectful, but no, no, they just they can't wrap their head around it. And, so and, I just like, eh. and that's it for me. It's like I, I've I've heard people say that a lot. Like you know, how your little podcast doing? And I'm sitting there like, nigga, do you know the work I'm putting in this motherfucker? Right, <laughs> right. This ain't no little shit. No, it's not. And I, yeah, 
it, it, girl, honey, <laughs> it is a whole, it is a whole thing, a whole thing. But I don't, I love it though. I do, I do. I love it. Like I love getting on and and expressing <laughs> the thoughts and just letting people hear me and hear us, and then going back to edit. Like, boy. I don't think I'd have so much fun editing, but then re-listening to that shit, mm-hmm. like, oh, that's fucking funny. I'm yeah. leaving that in there. Yeah, and you <laughs> Ooh, and, that flow well. And you have some wild takes. I love it. I love it. Yo, just the the <laughs> what, what was it? It wasn't it wasn't niggas ain't shit. What was the name of the episode? Oh, ain't shit niggas. Ain't shit niggas. Just 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 that. That yo, was one of the favorite ones I edited. I yeah, you um, yeah you. You were real. That one. was you were real. That one. was not. A, that was not a planned episode. Like we legit started. We was on the phone one night. We was like, "Y'all, we gotta make this into an episode." Like we already hot, hot tempered. We we pissed off. We need to talk about this shit immediately. And like jumped on Riverside and started talking about it. I I love it. I think I I, I always sit there and think to myself like I'm like I once y'all get into a groove where y'all start really feeling comfortable just pushing the envelope and y'all say. Once y'all hit the fuck it button, well, yeah, like I don't give a shit what we talking about. Mm-hmm. This podcast is gonna go even further than it's going right now. Y'all oh, still, boy. y'all still kind of see so y'all care a little bit. Y'all care just enough. Uh, yeah, we do. Just, just just a little bit. But when y'all say fuck it, woo! boy, I'm nervous when we get to say fuck it because oh, it's gonna be good content. I'm but it's r- really gonna be like us being on the phone. <laughs> really, that's, I'm nervous for that's, that day. That's what I wait though. That's what I oh, wait. God. On. Wait. Well, one last thing about um. Well, maybe a couple of things. I don't know. We'll see. What's up? Um, so we're gonna get into it a little bit a little later on. We talk about, you know, your occupation, you know, your, the day job as as a teacher. Mm-hmm. But how how is it adjusting to now I gotta I have to post, I have to be on social media, I have to promote my brand, my podcast. How how is how is that transition being for you? Cause I'm I know that's not really an easy thing. I I got a sister that's a teacher and she she don't even want to post shit down because yeah. yeah. Okay, so I was thankful when we got an Instagram because my coworkers are not on my Instagram. Most of them are on my Facebook. Mm. So I intentionally, like at first when I was promoting it originally before we had episodes and I just did the trailer Mm -hmm. to kind of get it out to some of my other friends who maybe don't follow me on Instagram or who ain't on it that often. Right. I was posting on both. And then when we started posting episodes and they got raunchy and shit Mm -hmm. and they, you know... It got a little bit close to that fuck it mode. I, um, <laughs> I was like, okay, I can't, <laughs> I cannot post this shit on Facebook because all I need is that one coworker coming up to me asking me questions. Because I had one who like had the audacity to come to me and be like, "Oh, you doing a podcast now, girl? You need to sit down." I was like, "Bitch, you stay your ass in the lunchroom and worry about you, okay? <laughs> like you, you fucking stay in your circle, hoe, because." I just walked the fuck away. It's like, mm, okay, honey, I'm gonna do me. It's it's done now. I'm in it to win it. So, tis what it is. Listen or don't. It's your choice. I've I've always had the issue, um, me personally, where when it comes to, all right, should I post this? Can I post this? I mean, I want to post this. Right. Here's 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 my little point of reference. Okay. For for me, and this works for me because I have a weird relationship with my mom, and okay. and, and that is. If I can say this shit in front of my mama, who cares about anybody else? So for me, me, me and my mom, you know, we've 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 had episodes, you know, on the show. I'm, I'm gonna have to have her back on at some point in time to really talk about some shit. I can't wait for y'all to hear that because you're gonna be like, the fuck, you go, <laughs> y'all are gonna hit me up in the group chat if, <laughs> like <laughs> as soon as you listen. I promise right. you. Right. But 
And so I, I'll, you know, I'll say some wild shit. I'm like, well, I can sit here from my mama. So why the fuck am I worried about if Sally from work say it here and all? Right. And, and so that's what it's been for me. And, and but I, I've only recently just got there. Like it ain't like right. something like I've been like, oh yeah, this is what you do, girl. Now I just started doing this shit where I'm like, oh, fuck it. So I'm, I think I'm, I think I might be a little closer to the fucking point than you are. Like uh-huh. I'm, I'm like. My my finger right here. I'm just like about to lean into to the fucking button. I'm just like about Child. to do that. So Mm-mm, you see my face. Like let me tell you something. My mama asked me, "Y'all be cussing on there?" Mm-mm, no, ma'am. <laughs> I said, "Mama, it says explicit. Yes, we be cussing." <laughs> I said, "You probably don't want to listen to it, okay?" She don't even like movies that have a lot of cussing, so she definitely don't want to hear her daughter doing it. Oh, even no. though she knows that I curse. Yeah, like she knows it, but yeah, chat. No. Um, I don't. I don't know what my point of reference is gonna be. I. I don't. I don't know what to do because uh-huh. I wouldn't say. I would say the things in front of my parents, except for that ain't shit nigga episode. I would mm-hmm. definitely clean that all the way up, mm-hmm. and I would not divulge as much as I did. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I. I think I just have. I have a way different relationship with them than people. I just like. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you what I need to tell you. I'm gonna keep you in this little box right here. This is where you get to stay. Yeah, I'm divulge as much as I need to, and everything else it'll be extracurricular, and I'll just take it to my grave, I suppose. Yeah, it de- now it definitely took us a while to get there, so don't don't let me sit there and talk like yeah, me Honey, and my mom. I don't know that I'll ever get there. Yeah, it's, it <laughs> I'm took afraid a while. I'll never get there with them. They're very very old school. All right, so what role do you think you play in the with the with the trio? Like, what as a listener for me, constantly gonna be saying some funny shit. Constantly just gonna be <laughs> off the rip saying some funny shit. Uh, and, and it might not be just for a podcast anyway. It's just in general because yeah, I know y'all are, y'all are y'all are real life friends. Y'all are podcast mm-hmm. hosts. Y'all are, y'all are right. sorority sisters. Y'all y'all go way back. Yeah, so do. I don't know. I feel like, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like you're the one that be like, you let's keep it real. Let's, let's keep this shit moving, um, yeah. friend. Because just in the last episode, you know, hearing about don't don't tell me you got a fupa. Don't tell me you got oh this. Oh my shit. god, like that was such a th- it's such a thing and she gets so mad at me for being mad at her. Like, bro, I I love my friends and I we're all like our own worst critic. We are. But to mm-hmm. hear it come out of their mouths is like, what is wrong with you? Why mm-hmm. the fuck would you say that shit? Mm-hmm. But I got them one time <laughs> cuz I said it. I said something out of pocket to them about their bodies. And then they're like, oh. I was like, well, bitch, you say it all the fucking time to yourself. So why the fuck you get mad if I say it? But, but you know, and they, I say it out of love because I'm like, y'all, you stop saying that shit. But she don't right. have a fucking fupa. Okay. I have seen a fupa. They legit, honey, they couldn't see their vaginas with a mirror. Damn mm. it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fupa in my head is like my 600 pound life. Like that extra, like that second stomach. Oh, over your, yeah. Yeah. Whatever. That's, that's in my head. That's what a fupa is. Okay. But like I don't know, I guess I play part of the comic relief. I attempt to be comic relief, yeah, but yeah. we all are relatively funny. Yeah, I don't know. So I guess part comic relief, part the out of pocket one. <laughs> well, I like the out of pocket one. I like it. I like it. All right. So I, as you know, I'm going to have all three ladies of unestablished on here, and yes. I and I had to do work very hard to make sure that I don't ask all y'all the same questions because why would people want to listen to y'all ask the same <laughs> right. questions over and over again? But right, we should just been on here together. Right. But there are two questions okay. that I am going to ask all three of y'all. Mm-hmm. And one comes later on in the show. This one is coming right now. All right. What does unestablished mean to you? Um, 
To me, it means like, honestly, that you're just still growing, Mm. you know, kind of like you being a lifelong learner and that you recognize that and you're still willing to grow. Right. Um, So I I think being an established isn't necessarily like um, a status um, or or something negative. It's really just understanding. I may not be where I want to be, but to be honest, I've never truly arrived. Because I always want to be better than I was yesterday. Right. And I want to be better than I was last week and last month. Like, I, I don't want to be stagnant. Right. So, I don't know if established is truly a thing. Mm. At least at least mm. not all the way around. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I might feel established in one area of my life, but I'm still growing in another. That makes sense. No, makes, You know? Like, I might sense. feel established for a hot-ass minute in my career because I just got a promotion. But it doesn't mean I'm going to stop doing well. You know, I have to just like constantly navigate that. I get that. And I like what you said about that. Like, um, it's not necessarily a negative thing. And I and, I, and I think because with the with the prefix un, meaning mm-hmm. not. Right. I, I don't have to educate you. You're a teacher. You know these things. But <laughs> <laughs> I love it. No, it's cool. I'm glad somebody taught you that. I'm, I'm teaching mature right now. No, I te- no, these are part of our words. These are like our vocabulary words this past week. With un and dis, both meaning not, it's fine. It is fine. It's I'm great. Such, I'm such a nerd. I'm such a <laughs> There's nerd. There's nothing wrong with it. Me too. But I think I think because un, you know, is you know, it's it's, it's negative by right. nature. So people just sit there and think, oh, she's a, she's a, he's she's she's unestablished. Oh, he's unestablished. He ain't got his shit together. No, I got right. my shit together. But I'm still fucking unestablished. I'm struggling. Right. But I'm working on it. I, that don't mean that I'm not working. So I like I right. like that answer. I love that answer. Yes. All right. So we're gonna take a break, and when we come back from break, I am going to get into the meat of the things because we gotta figure out, you know, while we talk about unestablished, we gonna talk about these unestablished finances going oh, from this okay. transition. So we got <laughs> we got some hustler stories to tell. So when we come back from oh. break, that's what we're talking about. Do you remember waking up on Saturday mornings? To mom cleaning the house, Luther Vandross blasting in the background, the smell of lemon and fresh linen. Yeah, we've all been there. The nostalgia of our youth is bottled in one candle. The Lemon Touch Signature Candle, A Beautiful Day. Curated by Simply Beat Candle Company, Beautiful Day begins with calming cotton blossom and a touch of lemon. Add a hint of vanilla with citrusy brisk musk to finish off this super fresh scent. You can purchase your candle today at simply be, that's B-E, candleco.co.com. Free shipping available for orders of $75 or more. Handmade with love in South Carolina. We all deserve a beautiful day. Now, as I mentioned earlier, it is Suicide Squad of Podcasting Month, but of course, it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And I want to give back. So for the month of October, Damn University is going pink. So get your limited edition, and I do mean limited edition, Damn You Cancer t-shirts. They're now available. A percentage of the proceeds from each shirt sold goes to a local breast cancer charity. Help me join the fight and show your support all at the same time. The link is in my show notes, so purchase your Damn University Cancer tea today. And we're back. I am talking to one-third of the Unestablished Podcast host, Constance. Hello. Cool Constance. Yeah. <laughs> and um, 
Let's talk about these unestablished uh, finances. Okay. So part of your podcast is that that y'all are y'all have graduated. Y'all y'all early on in your professional careers, yet you still feel unestablished because you're in that that little that little space between college graduate. I'm grown. I can deal with my own shit, but. Nigga, it's still crazy out here in the world. Can I lean on you a little bit? <laughs> yeah. Which is totally real. It's a it's a real feeling that everyone has. So every week when I listen to you, because I, I am an avid listener, be be mm-hmm. hitting y'all up. Hey, what episode it? So I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll be, be excited. It's okay, you eager, and, I, and, and we ain't hurting about it. It keep it whole, you keep us on our toes. Yeah, you know yeah, because y'all do the same to me. Um, <laughs> So every week I, I hear, and and whether you, whether you're talking about the wine of the week, whether you're talking about you know you know just things that 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 you're taking care of from from your perspective as as a teacher, you you are always on your on your grind. You always want to hustle. You like yo, what's what's the what's the less expensive thing I can do? We can make the most out of this, and I love it. And I I love how you Look, bring that I'm every trying week. Trying to squeeze a dollar out of fifteen cents, <laughs> a God dime and a nickel. <laughs> I took push it out like last little squirt on tube toothpaste. I just want to get it out. Come on, dollar. Oh God. But you I, make you make it happen. Look, I okay, so when I actually like graduated, I got my first job out of college and it was weird because I actually got it while I was still in my internship. Mm-hmm. It almost seemed too good to be true, and it turns out that it was. I got um I hate to say fired, but they really couldn't. As a first year teacher, and I, I don't know that it's everywhere, but I'm pretty sure it is. They can fire you without cause mm. um, in your first year. They don't they don't have to give you a fucking reason. It's like, well, fuck you, go away. Oh. Um, so they ended up doing that in the middle of the year. Damn. But they knew they were wrong. And it worked out that I was able to be transferred to another school. So I I'm, I couldn't get a job in that district and uh, or in that area. So I ended up coming back home and I live with my parents. So my finances... Were rough for a little while until mm-hmm. I got paid because in this new district I work in, um, pretty poor district. Um, mm-hmm. it's pretty low paid and we only get paid once a month. So I was like scrounging for my last dollar until I finally got paid. But then after a while, I made it work for me and kind of figured out how to manage my money. Mm-hmm. But living with my parents, I had no bills. Right. So I was I was living on Easy Street. You know, I bought myself a car, and I you know like put a thousand dollars toward every month because I could. And I wasn't making shit. Mm. And that was like with 1600 a check. Yeah. Damn. Right. Um, so that's that's where I started out. And again, it's not like that everywhere. Right. But depending on how affluent the schools are, mm-hmm. where you work, and how the taxpayers are in that area is dep- depends on how much you get paid. Oh. Damn. So, but, mm-hmm. you know, luckily... Uh, you you had you had your parents to to lean on during that during that stretch, so that was that was cool. It was. Um, I was sad about it because I thought you know. Yeah. It made me think like, oh, you're such a fucking failure. You had to move back home. Like, damn, you know, you got you college educated and you you couldn't do anything on your own. You know, I, I couldn't afford my I couldn't afford my apartment because I couldn't have a job there. It just it was a whole thing. I went through a whole motion for a long time, but then I realized what a blessing it was that I was there. Yeah. Gosh damn it! Yeah. If I didn't need so much space on my own, <laughs> I'd live there now. Right. That's what you feel at, at that point in time. In the grand scheme of things, it don't fucking matter because I re- mm-hmm. I remember, like, I'm here in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. This is my second time moving to Atlanta. So the mm-hmm. so the first time I moved, hmm. it 
it was right after after college. Um, because like I like I told you off mic, I had plans on right. being the next Puff Daddy. Like that right, right, couldn't right. no couldn't nobody tell me that I was about to run me a record label. I had signed Hell my cousin. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I was coming up, I was coming up with, with my album, even though I can't rap, right? But I can but I can write. Okay. I can write. Could have been the next DJ Khaled. Look, I had I actually had a concept for an album that was that was that what DJ Khaled do. I was, mm-hmm. I was gonna have a lot of guest features. I'm gonna give you like about eight bars. I, I that's all I can give you is eight bars. I give you Honey, eight you bars. You could have had three or four catchphrases and been fine. <laughs> I was ready. made it. I was ready. So I moved out here. $100 in my pocket and a duffel bag full of clothes. That's a success story in the making right there. Oh, uh, yeah. And, but it didn't happen. I was, woo! <laughs> my, my cousin said he had me, so I moved. And he was living with, he was living with his girlfriend. I didn't, I didn't really know that. So, oh. now, m- me, at that point in time, I wasn't as large as I am now, but still, a big black guy coming from Louisiana. My cousin, big black guy coming from Louisiana. His girlfriend, a white girl from Connecticut. So when the parents found out the two big black guys were living with you. <laughs> Sips wine loudly. <laughs> Jared. Jared. I'm sorry. I just feel like I'm getting tea. God damn it. Why didn't I bring this wine in here with me? Ciao. Okay, Yo. I can only imagine what happened when so, her rentals found out. Yeah, so we got kicked out, and uh, yeah, that was that was quick. Damn, that was quick, and so it, it it was a constant struggle until I and I had to end up moving back home. I had to end up. I moved out again, you know, while I was in Shreveport. Shout out to Shreveport, Louisiana. Shout out to Shreveport, and I, I moved out. I moved out again. I got into it with my roommate. I had to move back. At that point in time, I had my shit in storage. I said, uh, I'm keeping my shit in storage because if I move all my stuff back, <laughs> I'm going to feel like a failure. Right. So instead, I slept on an air mattress. But see, I know that sounds crazy, <laughs> but it's not crazy. It's really not because you know what? In that short amount of time, you learned some things. Mm-hmm. You learned what you did not want to do again. You knew where you did not want to fucking be again. Mm-hmm. And you knew you would have to make some moves, even if there were ones like and make some sacrifices and do some shit you may not normally or sure shit don't want to do right. to make sure it don't happen again. Yeah. You're like, if I move this shit out of storage, I'm keeping it out of goddamn storage. I'm right. keeping it in my place Exactly. that I'm not moving out of unless I choose to. Yeah. For no right. other circumstance. So, I mean, it, I mean, it, I know it wasn't fucking fun, but I bet that shit was worth it once you finally stopped having to do it. I made it a little fun because I, I had to end up buying like three air mattresses because, uh, <laughs> you know. Uh, hey, air mattresses, are, they're cool for a little while until you till you all the way on the floor in the damn morning. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that, that, it, it had nothing to do with me. It had to do with the activities that was going on. Heavens. On the air mattresses. Ooh, I'm just, nasty. Just, just saying. Oh, anywho. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out y'all if y'all listening. It's okay. Yeah, we all just a squirrel out here trying yeah, to get a nut. Yeah, 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 I did. Yeah, I did. So, <laughs> <laughs> I, I've always wanted to ask teachers this. Not, I, I guess I could have just asked my sister, but you know, whatever. You know, since, <laughs> since she's my avatar listener, um, right? If you if you know, you know. If you know, you know. Right. Um, but how is it this whole paid once a month thing? Because I, I've gotten a rude awakening with my job because I am bi-monthly. 
And it's not okay. and it's and I thought that that was the same thing it's paid every two weeks and it ain't. And I learned I that. Imagine doing that. Oh my and God. that shit fucking sucks. Twice a month. It's just twice a it's month. Twice a it, month. But it's not necessarily every two weeks. Yeah. So oh. so it's the fifteenth and the thirtieth. Ah, okay. That hit you at the end of the month. Cause I was like, it yeah. could be like the first and the fifteenth, like yeah. you know, like yeah. okay. So like today I was like, yo, Damn. today I was able to eat, actually eat today. Cause uh <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> see, I used to I didn't used to budget until I started getting paid once a month because I when I used to in my old district I got paid every two weeks. Mm-hmm. So I would have certain bills come out. Most of my bills would come out on my my first check. I think I think yeah. we were the first and fifteenth. Mm-hmm. So my first first of my check, all my most of my bills will come out. Mm-hmm. So I knew I was still going to be relatively poor. Um, you're buying groceries with this check, and you are cooking religiously every night or as many, and, and you're gonna be eating leftovers, and you're gonna be okay with it because you ain't got shit else to eat. Mm-hmm. Now when I got paid on the fifteenth, a couple of bills came out and they were small, and I could eat out. Ball out. Every Friday. Ball you know what I'm out. saying? I can go to the liquor store. Mm-hmm. I can do my thing, my thug fizzle mm-hmm. until the end of the month. But boy, when I got to doing this once a month, I was like, <laughs> where the fuck is all my money going? Like, I would pay all my bills and I'm like, oh, I got money left over. And I'd be starving to death because mm-hmm. I get paid at the end of the month. Mm-hmm. So I get paid on the 25th of every month. I don't. Yeah. I can't wrap my mind around it. I, and it took me a minute to do so. So, like, I got paid on the 25th of September, and that's the money that I have for October. That's crazy. Right. Why, I why, know. Why do you, why do you, why do you feel? And I, you, you might not even have the answer to this. I, I don't know. I'm just asking off the top of my head. It ain't even on my, on my agenda. Why do you feel like teachers get paid so, so little? Because I, I did a little research prior to getting on here, and I see that South Carolina is the 39th lowest state. God damn. Well, I mean, Louisiana ain't, ain't too far higher. Than- well, most southern states aren't like yeah. fan fucking tastic. Yeah. Um. Again, it has to do with money. I mean, some people around here have money, but you, I guess you got to think like how much money the state itself has, and like you know, we're paid by the government. Mm-hmm. I wish I knew. I feel like there are so many factors because teaching is so goddamn political. Right. It's like they. So I used to work at the state house. Mm-hmm. And I realized that they put together, you know, it just comes down. So when they have their budget week or whatever, federally, that shit comes down. They allot certain amounts of money to everybody in each state. And they decide who gets what, how much. I don't know if that depends on test scores. I don't know. I don't know what factors into that shit. But they give that shit out and then they pull that money down to the state. And then the state decides, okay, we're giving this much to education. We're giving this much to you know, building roads, like they just decide in a, in a week's time, mm. this is where this money is going for the year. Like we just got a increase in South Carolina. They pay us a thousand dollars more, which looks like about a hundred more dollars in my check. We'll take it. With, with I mean, yeah, yeah, but, but yeah, it, yeah, exactly. Right. You know, right. I don't know. I guess I, with all the quote unquote respect that people pretend to give us. And I only say pretend because if, if your taxes had to raise for me to make more money, which they do, mm-hmm. would you be willing to pay them? Because it's like, oh, y'all need to get paid more, but you realize you would have to pay more for me to get paid more. 
And and so that's why if you're going to be a teacher, and I'm not trying to crush your dream, no matter how bad it sounds. <laughs> I swear <laughs> I'm not trying to crush your dreams. But if you want to be a teacher, I need for you to know that you have got to, and I mean got to do this because you love and want children and the next generation who will be taking care of you and possibly give you a social security check because that's how they work. Um, you got to mm. love them mm. and you got to want to teach them like with all of your heart, even when it makes you upset and when it makes you sad and you're like, why the, who the fuck told me I, this was okay. Who let me think this was a Disney movie? Cause it's not, it ain't all like dangerous minds. You're not going <laughs> to change all of them. You're not going to change all class. It's not like fucking freedom writers. Okay. You're not finna go into a less affluent area with all the hood niggas and all the hood bitches and they're ready to shoot you one minute and then you read them some poems and there and some, you know, Holocaust stories and you finna change them. You're just not. Okay. So go in there with some hope, but don't act like you finna change your whole class, honey. You go in there and you, you give a fuck. You just give a fuck about them. That's all you need to do. But some of them will not receive it and that's okay too. Yeah, don't 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 fall for that shit. Don't be saying you've been spending most of your life living in gangster paradise. Please don't. <laughs> Please don't. You are not Michelle Pfeiffer or Hillary Swank. <laughs> Cause I sure thought that, honey, those were inspirations, okay? Couldn't wait going to school. Thought I was here. That was gonna touch everybody. I was finna change the world. Oh, Oh, one, I, one child at a time. One child at a time. Yes, you know, Lord. You know what? I still feel like you can do it. I just they, they gonna have to they gonna have to work with you a little bit. I I I help my children in all different ways. Not only academically, I try and help them just with <laughs> just the way they talk. Like it, Jared, Jared. You know how I knew I was like I'm older now. Yeah. And like I truly felt older as teaching children, bro. The way these children talk, it ain't nothing like, I mean, they ain't got no home training or something. Like, they will legit, they don't ask you for shit. They just roll up to you. I need this. I need that. What I got to do with me? (laughs) Oh, you do? Do you really? Well, I need a vacation. I need to go get my nails done. I need some more money in my bank account. And they just look at me like I'm crazy. Don't don't come up here and tell me what you need. That don't mean nothing to me. If you need something from me, you need to form a question and ask for it. And mm-hmm. perhaps I'll give it to you if I have it. <laughs> it is so crazy. I have to teach these children how to ask me a damn question. Yeah. Can I have a glue stick? Yeah. Can I have a pencil? Can you sharpen my pencil? Can I go to the bathroom? Yeah. I need to go to the bathroom. <laughs> and these children are crazy. <laughs> I, and I write my mind around it, as, you know, like growing up. I wish I would sit there and told Miss right. Godfrey and be like, Miss Godfrey, I need to go to the bathroom. Miss Godfrey, Lord rest her soul, would have took me the fuck out. Right. Shit. I just, like, the generations are so different. Yeah. They're so different. Yeah. I applaud your love because I, as, as I'm listening to you tell me these stories and you, like, make sure that you have the love, make sure you have the love. It, it, ain't, it ain't rainbows. It ain't like the movies. All I'm thinking about is, do I love anything or anybody that much brooklyn my daughter brooklyn that's it i think uh shorter shorter yeah. that shorter shorter my kids noah noah shorter shorter, shorter my kids nah I know. <laughs> like like nah like so lord bless you oh that's a lord bless you and keep you good <laughs> i know that's how that's how they suck you in honey because you feel so bad you're like oh god damn i just know exactly what i could do to help this kid 
And I know if I do it, I'll help them. And then you see that shit work. Mm. Even if they leave your class next year, it's like, it's fine. Yeah. I like, I know I did that. I know I helped you in that area. And you're that much better in some way because I taught you because you heard it from me. And they're never going to forget you either. They, they're going to tell stories about it. And just, just as sure as I... I was able to sit there and t- tell you about Miss Godfrey. Miss Godfrey. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They are never <laughs> yes, going honey. to forget you. Child. I know. I, I feel like that same way. Like, I think that's why I have such a hard time leaving the profession. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I bitch and moan about it, as I'm sure you've heard on my whining with wine. Because, goddamn, mm-hmm. I feel like I can always whine about it. But there's something in me that loves it. And it makes it so hard to let go. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's guilt or what. <laughs> Something like, makes it so hard to walk away. It, it might be fulfillment and, and a little guilt. It might be a little it guilt. Might be. Yeah, it's a little, yeah, it's a little on top. All right, so now I need to, I need to hear the stories. I, I know that you hustle. I know that you have to make things work, especially not not only just a teacher, but a, but I, I didn't really care. I didn't really put this in perspective. A first, you know, in a teacher in their first few years, mm-hmm. it's even worse. So. Yeah. You you got to sit there and make ends meet. So I need to hear some hustling stories from you. I need what oh. what comes to mind when you when you like when you try to <laughs> when you as you put it try to make a dollar out of fifteen cents a dime and a nickel. Yes, yeah, uh, what 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 stories come to mind on on how you be making it happen? Well, I was I'm trying to think. I didn't really do a whole lot until I think I started teaching, and I said this just ain't it. Like I. I've got to do something, especially I think it was the summer that used to kill me. So I've always, I always had a job because of school and stuff. So I'm going to come home. I was like, I can't sit on my ass all fucking summer. I've got to do something. I got to make some money. So I've always hustled, at least in the summertime. So for the longest time, I worked at Target. Um, I started working at Target when I graduated from high school, like senior, no, my first year, my first summer out of college. Um, I worked at Target every summer, and then I started doing like a side hustle while I was in college. Mm. And then I worked at the State House <laughs> all my days off because as an educator, after a while, like you have Fridays off, right? And you only have Monday, Wednesday classes, and Tuesday, Thursday classes. So I was like, okay, I can use this extra time to do this because of the State House. Depending on whether or not they're in session, mm-hmm. you don't be really doing shit. Mm. You really be doing a whole lot of nothing. You just sit there and work. Hell, I, I downloaded so much illegal music, it wasn't even funny <laughs> while I was there. I learned how to use real player to download videos and the whole thing. But, um, and then, so I took that hustling aspect after I graduated, and I ended up working at Lens Crafters. Oh, wow. Because <laughs> I would go, well, because I would go in there. Yeah. And one day, I was just like, you know what, fuck this shit. I'm in here. I buy glasses. I can tell people what looks good on them. I'm I'm charismatic, and I like talking to people. Let me see if this woman's hiring. I said, do you have a seasonal job? And she was like, yeah. You know, so I, and it ended up being seasonal. I started working there for like two years. Wow. So I worked there damn near every weekend and in the summers. And I made good money there, but I I couldn't live my best life. Mm-hmm. I realized I had a, I had money. I wasn't doing shit with it because right. I couldn't go nowhere because I was always fucking working. Right. Or I was at my regular job or at my side hustle job. So when I left there, I ended up... <laughs> Now what I'm doing, one of my other teacher friends hooked me up with this like catering job. So I worked for some lady who's a caterer in uh, North Augusta and every now and again, she'll pay me $12 an hour to like cook in her kitchen and then go help host events. 
like weddings and and then we'll bartend sometimes. Oh wow. Bartending is the most fun. Oh my god. I need to get my license so bad. I want to bartend. Now I just want to yeah. like get rid of the catering thing and switch over to bartending cuz bartending I think is my shit. I don't know why. I, I meant to ask earlier. you about that. I meant to ask you about that. <laughs> I meant to, I meant to but, do that so much earlier. Because when we talk about roles of the trio, you are you are definitely the the bartender oh. of the trio. I get that from my dad, yeah. honestly. He's a I mean, he's not a bartender. He's like a, a self-made bartender, if you will. He just, he does it for the love. Because he, he, he legit buys alcohol and has a whole liquor cabinet for other people. He mm-hmm. bought it to entertain others. And he's done that for years. So, like, when people come over, they'll be like, hey, you want a martini? I'm making this so-and-so drink. You want one? And so that's what I do for my friends. Like, when Juana got married, um, we all came back to my house. And I just made margaritas because that's my thing. That's, like, my signature drink. Either margaritas or daiquiris. All right, so um, let me write this down. <laughs> so when when the Suicide Squad apply, when we make this trip, yeah, so we need to make sure we got a blender Mar- and a grocery store handy and some tequila. Margaritas. I hope everybody drinks tequila because I will surely be making margaritas and daiquiris for the rum drinkers. Here, here, here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing. <laughs> and, and no disrespect to Mo, because I ain't heard, because I still ain't heard the story yet. So no disrespect to Mo. Here's the thing. The 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 people. That that don't drink the hard liquor. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. How can I put this? Uh oh. Sorry about your damn luck because I drink tequila <laughs> and I drink rum and I just and I will be there. I will purchase what I need to purchase. And I, and I always take care of Mo. I always take care of her. She's gonna have her sweet red. I'm gonna find her a good bubbly something some like rose prosecco i'm gonna yeah. have her hook the fuck you. up yeah yeah i got her yeah I, I don't forget about mo because mo we know mo and mo knows herself but, and she's gonna be on the quine but but more importantly than that <laughs> more importantly than that we 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 need her semi-sober anyway i know it's great. we're gonna be fucked up like she's always rdd because she's the most sober one <laughs> and we're usually fucked up it's, <laughs> Yo, I yeah, I can't I can't wait because I, I definitely want to have a drink with you. Cause I just just from yeah. you describing how how you get down with Barton, I think you should go forward. I pers- personally me, because here's 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 Jared with his big ideas, because you know that's what I do. Personally mm-hmm, for me, mm-hmm. I, I would love if um you know you 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 did the whole bartender license thing and then you know you start working, you know, and doing that, and then you had like a little side podcast where you sit there and talk about you know, drinks and stuff. You know that, that I, and I would listen to that too. I mean, that's yeah. I look in my head. See, I I I squash so many ideas because I'm like, uh, what? Why would I do that? I I'm so bad about being like, oh, that's an idea. Nah, fuck that. Anybody gonna listen to that? No, I ain't anybody gonna be worried about that. Because I think about how many drinks could I really talk about week to week? How long would them podcasts be? You know what I mean? In my head, I'm like, it sounds good, but how would I, how would I rock that? How would I work that? Even even if it's 15 minutes, even if you sit there interviewing other people who sit there and drink, and y'all can sit there and talk about drinks, or you can sit there and, and talk to people who are international, and they can, and they can expose you to some, maybe some drinks that you don't know anything about. I mean, you know, if you want me to produce it, I mean, I got you, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we should just travel the world and find different alcohols. You know what I'm saying? We need to find the content. We need to figure out what makes... Van Gogh vodka and Ivanovich. Why are they so different? Why is this trash? Why is this considered good? What's going on, Great Goose? Why are you so major? Hennessy, let's talk about the yak, sweetheart. Mm. Why are you so loved by black people, but you don't like black people? Mm. Why have we, why have we, why? Just why? I don't understand. It sounds like you got You're not the only cognac. <laughs> You're not the only yak out there, damn it. You sure ain't. 
<laughs> it's your lane. And, and there are there ones that taste better. Way better. I, I, I believe it. Yeah. So, I really uh, do. Yeah. So I sound like you got content to me. I don't I don't know. <laughs> and now that we have Jared, this re- recorded. Light me up. Yeah. No. That's my <laughs> job. That's my job. Oh, my God. job. See, if you were talking about roles in the Suicide Squad, my my job is to put the battery in your back. I you need are y'all. The hype man. I need y'all to go as far as y'all can take it, and I need and I need y'all to sit there and say, "Jerry gave me the idea. I'm gonna drop a uh, twenty dollars on something for him, or buy him a bottle or something, and I'm just gonna be drunk in the corner of y'all condo." We need to. When we just go chilling. on our trip. We need to at the end. We need to have all like random still shots of everybody like looking at the camera randomly and have their name, Jared, the hype man. I'm with it. Tell Put me in, coach. Put me Constance, in. The bartender. <laughs> All right. Because you, you you talked about the hustle. You talked about the you know the, yeah. the hustler stores and everything. It's like you said, there is no age limit on being unestablished. And I feel like when you are established, and I I'm a I'm a little bit older than you. Um okay, I'm I'm a I'm a few years older than you. Okay, I'm old as fuck. But No, you're not <laughs> You stop it. <laughs> AJ ain't nothing but a number. You're so stupid. You know, so you old as fuck. Sir, oh, are you 80? Because if you're 80, I'll give you that. Nigga, I, it, that's it, old to me. Nigga, it feel like it. Jeez. Uh. No, you ain't shit. No, I'm 41. I'm 41. Oh, you ain't that old. I'm 41. But no, honey. when you get to that point where you're supposed to be established in your career and then you take, you put forth this effort to create like this digital content um empire and i'm gonna call it that you know mm-hmm. empire it's, it's, it's in the making i mean you know that merch so you want to hear you want to hear i want to hear one of your hustle stories you want to hear one that that happened like recently or you want to hear the one that I'm, I'm about to refer to whatever okay. one you want to share all right so again i had just i had just moved to to atlanta this is the first time i moved to atlanta mm-hmm. so my cousin got me on working at the gym that he works at Okay. Part time, it's one of these snooty gyms, you know, like yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, I am getting paid a whopping ten dollars and seventy five cents an hour, right? Killing the game, you know what I mean? Uh, oh, twenty hours, twenty five hours a week. Shit. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh my damn! So we we in there, and I work at the cafe. Okay. I ain't got no I ain't got no money to eat. So the 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 guy Norman, I think his name was Norman. Shout out to Norman. I don't even know if whatever. But uh Norman Norman was ran the cafe and everything and he would leave to go to lunch, which I thought was real weird because you just you just spent all this time making sandwiches and soups and shit and everything, but you going somewhere else for lunch. Oh, I feel like you was you was rich. Nigga, you rich. Cause I cause I ain't so I'll sit there cleaning up and everything and I'll and I see the sandwich and I'll be like and I look around. And I and I buy it, and then I I just take a sandwich. I'll be eating at the bar, like I like I paid for it. And he he might come back from his lunch early. He's like, hey, I'm like, hey, <laughs> you like you pay for you pay for that? Oh, of course, mm-hmm. oh yeah, 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 sure. course. yeah. It got a little slow because it got a little slow because uh. <laughs> so I just thought I'd just go ahead and pay for my lunch and uh, have it here. And um, Norman would make soup, like he would have a soup of the day. And it, it was, for the most part, he made great soup. Mm-hmm. One soup, though, wait. Before I can talk about, talk about the chili. One soup he made, it was vegetarian gumbo. 
Let me tell you something. I'm from Louisiana. Ain't no such thing. It's no vegetarian I, I, gumbo. I ain't, I ain't, what the fuck ne- is that? What yeah. the fuck is even that? Yeah, it's just ne- just say ve- veggie soup, nigga. I don't. I mean, yeah. like vegetarian. Mm-mm. Don't call it gumbo, baby. Don't, don't call it that. No. It, it upset me. It it, it, upset, it should. Yeah. It's 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 culturally upsetting. Yes, but on Thursdays he made chili. Right. Oh. Mm-hmm. Enormous chili was fucking delicious. That shit was good. And so he he would make chili, and then and then it usually went fast. But some some days got it was a little slow, and you know people didn't didn't have it, so you had to put it back in you know like like a little bucket and throw it in the refrigerator. Well, one day I was like, man, I don't even know how we gonna eat because by then we had moved outside of you know the white girl from Connecticut, and it was like it was like about four or five of us standing in this in this in this house that they were renting. So we all kind of just paying rent at this house, and and me and my cousin was basically sleeping in the in the basement. So it was a nice basement, you know. But we were sleeping in the basement, and so um, they didn't really give a rat's ass because they they would mm-hmm. they didn't really eat that much. And and then after after work, they just go up and smoke weed, and then they figure out what they want to eat. I'm on a schedule. I need to eat something. Um, I need to figure out what we're gonna do. I need to figure out what the next move is. I got I got a record label to sit there and in, in, in run. I ain't got time for y'all to sit there and be lollygagging and shit. But whatever. So <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what we're gonna eat. I'm trying to figure out what we're gonna eat. You and your cousin or everybody in the house? Everybody in the house. Mm, okay, we'll come back to that. Keep going. I, I, I was mostly worried about me because I was hungry. But yeah. So so Thursday came. And Norman put the chili out at like 11. And he went to lunch. And I was like, I looked around. And I ain't see a whole lot of people in there. And so by like 12, 30, 12, 45, I just picked up the whole pot and put it back in, in, in the bucket and put it in the refrigerator. And everybody came, kept coming in a little later like, hey, all the chili gone? Yeah, you know it go fast on Thursdays, man. You know it go fast, man. Like, oh yeah, I guess I missed it this week. Ah, okay. So Norman came back from lunch, sit there, continue doing my shift and everything. And he was like, "All right, I'm out. I'm gone for the day." I'm like, "All right, see you later. No- see you later, Norman." Norman leaves. He goes to the refrigerator. Mm-hmm. Grab the bucket. I stick it outside because it's a back door outside the kitchen. I stick it out there. Wrap up everything. All right, y'all. See y'all later. Y'all have a good night. Walked right around to the back. <laughs> Grab that bucket from outside. Brought that shit. Nigga, I love it. Listen. Out here incognitoing this chili so you can have a hot meal that evening. Sometimes you just got to do what you got to do. When I tell you I ate chili for like four days straight, these niggas were sick of chili by the end. I was like, is this shit free? Okay. <laughs> but I say, somehow you, you scrounged up weed money. I don't now see. That's why I said we got to come back to that. Now how how in the fuck is you worrying about what you got to eat? But you got weed though. Exactly. Exactly. Like you you buying the the cannabis that's gonna make you hungry and give you the munchies, but you don't have the food in order to sustain your right. hunger. I don't understand. Right. And then y'all weren't even smart. Make it make sense, and nigga. And they weren't even smart about it because because what they would do is they would smoke and then as they smoking, oh. What do y'all want to eat? Nigga, it is now 8.30 at night. Like, why y'all worry about what we going to eat? Nigga, I was hungry four hours ago. (laughs) 
waiting on y'all niggas. Y'all don't, y'all just, I need to make it make sense. But, Listen, I, I'm, I'm not against weed smokers, okay? I'm with you. I like weed too. I just got to plan that shit out. You know what I'm saying? I don't even like to go nowhere. I'm very, I'm very much a lazy smoker. I would like to be in my house or in inside somewhere, mm. not traveling. I already have my food. All I gotta do is heat that shit up exactly. and eat it. Exactly. And watch a movie and go to bed. Just be proactive. Turn super true. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Be proactive. Yeah. Go and have my shit together. Turn super troopers on. <laughs> go on to bed after the laugh. Well, sh- shout out, shout out to my cousin. I think he listens to this, so he he, he will relive that story. <laughs> okay. Right. This is the uh, this is the the second question that I said I wanted to ask. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay. Everybody. So, I've asked you what does it feel, what does unestablished mean to you? Mm-hmm. When do you feel like you will be established? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. You know, because we we all put like, you know, follow us on this journey of t- to possibly coming, becoming established. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I think I would have to sit down and really think what the hell would that even mean? Yeah. What, well, just like I needed, I know what being unestablished means, but I don't necessarily know what would be established for me because I know what I used to think right. needed to be my life and like my end game, if you will. Mm, I like what you did there. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> right. You saw, you saw that? Okay. Yeah, I saw it's that. unintentional. You, you're, but... so, you're so clever. <laughs> you're so clever. I didn't mean to do that. Very clever. Very clever. <laughs> but uh, I don't know what it is yet. So I'm like, I'd have to think, what is my like goal? What? But I, again, goals change. So I guess it's like, I have different points of, unesta- of establishedness. Mm-hmm. Like I'll feel more quote unquote established when I own my own home. Mm. That'll be part of it. Okay. I'll feel more established when I'm in a loving, stable relationship. Mm. And in my head, it'll happen before I'm married, mm. but it'll be solidified when I get married. Mm. Mm. Okay. So, and then like, I'll feel more established when I'm doing things that make me happy and make me good money. Mm. Mm. So yeah. like I, right now I have half, mm. which is why teaching is just, I, I, I feel like it's a calling, but it's, it's a calling I can't stick with because it, it it's giving me only half of what I need. I'm, I I love doing it, but I never feel fulfilled enough to continue because I'm doing a fuck ton of work mm-hmm. for nothing, except you know emotional. Yeah, do or, you, yeah. Do you feel like the that there's a path that you can you can go as being the educator that that not necessarily in the in the traditional sense though, like. It's a path that you can go. I don't think there's anywhere being in the educational field that would Mm. fulfill me because the higher up you go, the more political it is, the more of a politician you are. Gotcha. Yeah. And, and, and that's certainly not for me. No, that ain't you. No, no, fuck no. no. You keeps it real. A little too real. And (laughs) and no, no one in the government wants to hear that shit. They, they, they need good old boys and good old girls to do what they need to do. And the ones that they don't like, they get rid of. They do it all the time. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Okay. Now we reach the point where we take them to school. Damn university. Just like the shirt, again, available. Damn. Available, y'all. It's available. Link in my bio. Follow me. The whole damn show on, on IG and Twitter. And I'm on Twitter, too. Follow me or It's About Damn Time Pod. 
we're not talking about the shirt right now. We are talking about damn university as a segment. We gonna we gonna take some take them to school concerts. We gonna tell people how to do things because they might not know how to do it. And we we <laughs> Professor Constance and me, Dean Dam, <laughs> we gonna get it in. We gonna do this. We gonna do uh, this. Hey, uh, yeah, let's do yeah. it. Let's do it. Okay, <laughs> give me three things that you can do that that you do or you can sh- tell people what to do to make it do what it do. Like how to stretch a dollar. Like these, these you know. Besides my, my little hustling story like that, you know, that I that I talked about stealing. Maybe not steal. Maybe not steal some chili. <laughs> Strategically. Yeah. Strategically steal. Now, I would say, because the way I used to do it, Jared, because I did the same, something similar, when I worked at Target mm-hmm. and I was pillar and I didn't have money, on the other side, I worked, because for, for the longest time, I didn't really work cashier. I worked at the Starbucks yeah. in Target. Okay. Which is part of where the whole bartender barista ah. thing came from. Oh. Um, so I got to learn my people skills there and have my regulars. So on the other side, they had like, you know, the pizza hut and they had the pretzels and popcorn and shit. Okay. Right. So like on days when I was poor, I'd be like, oh, hey, 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 what, what time that personal pan pizza go bad? Is it going bad during my lunch? Just put that shit right down the counter, right down the counter when I'm done. <laughs> put it in the refrigerator. I'll heat that bitch up. <laughs> Tear that sticker off and just heat it up because they, they would throw it away. Right. And I'm like, how dare you not give it to the homeless or something? Right. There's plenty of homeless people walking around Garner's Ferry Road, damn it. But I'll take it because I'm poor. Yeah. So strategically steal. Yeah. Or 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 borrow. Bar- barter. Bar- borrow for your yes yeah. for your stomach. Yeah. Yeah. For your sustenance. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Okay, I would think to stretch a dollar. Be um be creative. Pinterest is a thing. Okay, mm. and they are good about. Helping you to zhuzh up a struggle meal. Mm. There are plenty of cheap ingredients you can always buy and seasonings that will make any basic bitch meal buffing. Okay? Garlic, whether it's in powder form or minced in the oil, honey, Mm -hmm. fantastic. Mm -hmm. Onion powder, garlic powder, all that stuff that that sweet vegan lady talks about to zhuzh up vegan food. Vegan zhuzh up vegan food and you definitely zhuzh up regular food. Right. Um... So look up how to, you know, make ramen noodles banging. Because mm-hmm. you can add an egg to that bitch. You could add some green onions to that motherfucker. And it, I mean, chop up a few chicken titties mm-hmm. and do your thing. And it, it just, it's like, it's so different than just the regular packet. Right. You, know, you can add a bouillon cube and make it better than a regular packet. Mm-hmm. Okay. So seasonings, stretch okay. a dollar. All right. <laughs> I like that. Um, I would say... Hmm. I don't know. I feel like I stretch mine by budgeting. Like I have to have certain places to pull from. So like I allot money for shit that matters to me. Mm-hmm. I have a vacation budget. Gotcha. So I slide a certain amount of money out of my check every month and I save it in cash and put it away. And act like I don't have it. So it's not in my bank account. Cause if I see it in my bank account, I'm spending it. Mm-hmm. A lot cash money for shit that you want to do because cash hurts more when you spend it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like when you swipe a car, you don't care. Right. It's like, oh, I still got something. Oh, I still got something. When you spend cash money, first of all, you have to have it in right. your hand. And if it's at home, you got to go all the way home. Half the time, you ain't going to want to come back out. Mm-mm. You're like, I don't need that shit. I ain't going to worry about it. And if you really, really need it, you'll go get it. But you'll know you're going in there for one fucking thing you getting out. Because mm-hmm. you ain't got money to just blow like that. So... Um, have cash pull out cash for things that you need and things you want 
Never be afraid um, to say yes when someone invites you over for dinner. (laughs) 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 Whether that be your grandmama, your your parents, people you don't love. Everybody like, oh, we having so-and-so. Really? Oh, well, I I think I could clear my schedule. I'll be, and don't be afraid to take it. You got a plate or something, girl. This was so good, even if it wasn't great. Don't be afraid um, to go ahead and just do that. So, um, keep up with your seasonings and don't be afraid about cheap food and season that shit up. Mm-hmm. Take out cash okay. and um, don't turn down dinner. <laughs> I I and like I, those. I, I hate really, it was all food related, but I guess that's no, where my mind was. <laughs> but that's where, that's where my mind would go too. So I I actually like that because one, yeah, Pinterest is a real thing. TikTok is also a real thing because oh what, my god, yes! What you talk about with these ramen noodles, I honey, I, I was making that shit when I had money because I wanted to try it. It's just right. It's just one chick. She called the snack queen, my and god. and Ooh. she and she put snack yeah snack queen. I'm about to write her down. And she put she took she took the noodles and she put soy sauce, mm-hmm. sriracha sauce. And a scoop of peanut butter. What? I was like, what? Peanut butter. But when you think about it, if you eat Thai food and they have a peanut a peanut sauce, I was like, oh, oh, that makes sense. That makes oh, okay. Sense. And she, and she, you know, stirred oh, around to make okay. to melt the peanut butter, and then she tried it. And the way she tried it, Constance, that moan that she made <laughs> was it sensual, Jerry? Look, I know, I know. It's been a while. I I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't tell if it was if I was just horny or hungry. I don't know. I don't think she knew either. The way I don't making know. This damn moan sound. But I'm gonna I'm gonna send you the TikTok and, and she she made that sound and I was like, oh my damn! I got up. <laughs> I got up as soon as I got off work. <laughs> I got up and I went to the store and I bought all the ingredients and I ate that. And I was See? like, Whoa. listen, snake queen. Soy sauce is definitely soy sauce and sriracha are definitely two things to invest in. They're a little bit more expensive. But they last you a while. They, they do last a while. They last a good bit. In. Even but honey, that is so funny. Oh my god! And and then, and then I got real fancy now, so now I got a little, like a little bit of sesame seed oil in there. So I put, like a, put like a little dash on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, super fancy. Oh, you know, I'm bougie. Yeah, yeah, yeah you bourgeoisie, broke bougie, broke bougie, <laughs> broke bougetto. Yes, honey. Me too. <laughs> so yeah, so I I, I agree. I'm I'm gonna go with TikTok. I, and I guess the if somebody offers you up dinner, I guess that's that pride thing in me. I'm a tourist, so it's, it's kind of hard for me. Oh God! Yeah, I do remember you mentioning that. Yeah, but, you, in your past episode, I was like, Oh Lord, help us all, Jesus. Both my parents are tourists. Oh God bless them. I, you know what? I knew they were good people. Like I, I listened to the podcast episode. <laughs> Everybody said that they're good people. I, I can't wait to meet them. They're cool. They're cool people. They are. They're yeah. just very um, stuck in their ways. What the horses are? We we are we are. No, uh, mm-hmm. you're, you're very you're very that. We're Trust determined. Have... Determined. Okay. Relentless. I guess. Well, me being my mutable my mutable sign and adaptable to basically fucking anything. I'm just like, how the fuck can you just be so stuck and unwilling to change? It's ridiculous. Sometimes unyielding. Fine, I'll give you unyielding. But I thank won't, you. I won't say the s word. I will not say. Oh, you won't? Because you know y'all are known for that shit. Sometimes we're a little unyielding. <laughs> I like how you did that. Nice <laughs> euphemism, bro. Unyielding. Okay. Not stubborn at all. Just unyielding. No, no, it's a little unyielding, you know. 
sometimes her determination gets in our way for progression. Oh, honey, mm-hmm. honey, child, please. In in the effort to to be determined to make <laughs> to it to not another be level, moved. We, okay. Yeah, sometimes it gets in our way. Anyway, Constance, mm-hmm. I I have loved, absolutely loved <laughs> having you here. I've enjoyed it's being here. It's about damn time podcast. Please, please tell my listeners where they can they, they can hear all these wonderful stories and so much more. Um, listening to you every week. Yes, Lord. Please, 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 please follow us on Unestablished Podcast at Instagram and um, or at Unestablished Podcast on Instagram. Excuse me. And please follow. Uh, be sure to email us. Hell, we we drink wine on the regular. Mm-hmm. If you got a suggestion, something that you love, you think we should try, please send us suggestions. Okay, because we're not afraid to try anything. Red, white, blends. We don't give a shit. Mm. Please email that. And email any questions or content ideas that you got for us to talk about as unestablished adults at unestablishedpodcast at gmail.com. Mm, mm. You, you hear that, folks? She actually read out <laughs> the entire pod, podcast email it, address. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Not going to spell it for you, but it's yeah. the unestablishedpodcast <laughs> at gmail.com. I wish I could say link is in the bio, but I'll send you a link, okay? I'll well, send you a link. <laughs> We, we got you. We got you. I'll I, I help you out with that. I'll help you out with that. Appreciate uh, that. All right. Constance, once again, thank you so much for joining me. No, thank you for having me, Jared. I appreciate it. This was awesome. Thank you for joining me this week on this About Damn Time. Hey, if you like what you heard, follow this podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and IG, and join the conversation on this week's episode. Link to all my socials in the show notes. You can also show love by simply giving me a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And of course, for more blogs, pods, and other digital content, go to thewholedamnshow.com. Until next time, I'll see you next week.